correct. It's Lawyer Greg and Rob the Brit. Nice to see you. Robert Christensen, co-author of Rockstar Lawyer. And uh, uh, we're here. It's, this is The Lawyer Life, episode 13. Uh, we're going to talk about going mobile. We're going to do another one called Going, going Global. Uh, that's, that's something that's also a passion of mine. But we're going to do Going Global right now. I mean, Going Mobile. So how do you go mobile with your practice? Should you be mobile? What are the merits of going mobile? What are the merits of staying just a traditional brick and mortar? Should you have a hybrid? In my opinion, you should have a hybrid, okay? Because as mobile as we want to go, we talk about going mobile as a society all the time. You know, people like we've got going on the screen back there, Steve Jobs is taking us really mobile with you know, mobile phones and, uh, you know, the iPhone, which is filming this episode, and the iPhone 6S Plus, which is filming this episode. And I just haven't gotten an iPhone 7 yet because... I'm waiting for the 7S Plus, or maybe even the 8. I don't know. I always want to keep the newest one, but I don't want the normal one. How often do they come out? Every year. Every year is a new edition. That's right. That's the way they generally do. Okay. But you know, so we're going, we're going more mobile and mobile all the time. You know, can you take your practice mobile? Should you take your practice mobile? And what does that look like? What do you think, Rob? As a non-attorney. You don't even need a computer to store your information anymore. You've got the iCloud. You've got the cloud. Yeah. Cloud, period. So iPhone would have iCloud. Right. Or... So you, don't, you don't necessarily yeah. need a computer. I mean, the phone itself is a computer, isn't it? If it's a big enough format, you can... Oh, make no mistake about it. That iPhone right there is, is much more powerful than any computer I had growing up. Oh, yeah. Absolutely right. More powerful. What's the what's the uh, capacity of the one you have? That's uh, 132 megabytes, 128 128 megs or gigs. Gigs. I'm sorry, 128 gigabytes. Yeah, 128 gigabytes. That's pretty big. I mean, you can put a lot of stuff on. That. Oh, I've got it full though. The video, and we do so much video, everything else. Yeah. Can you get a, a motherboard, a keyboard, a separate keyboard? Oh, sure. I can get a Bluetooth keyboard. And the 6S Plus is, is larger. You know, it's about yay big. You know. right. But you could use, a lot of people will use iPads, and they have been for a long time. right? So how would you go global? I mean, what do you need to go global? You need a phone. You need a good phone. Yeah. In my opinion, you should get the best phone that you can get with your money. Makes sense. Which is, anybody can get the best phone for, for very little money. And I know you said you just walk in the store and tell us something is like a not just a phone, you've got just a million the dollars in your movie, pocket. The entire movie. It's um, millions of dollars in your pocket. Movie studio there. Oh, entire movie editing studio, audio editing, audio editing studio, document creation, email, right. voice recorder. Um, practice management tools are cloud-based. Uh, you know, you, they'll have iPhone apps, you know, or Android apps where you can manage it there you know and it's just so easy oh skype. skype i do international calls on skype and uh, all the time video so calls can, on skype you can keep in contact with your clients not just from the phone but from skype from email you've got it all there the whole thing you, you got it all there yeah agreed so what, you, what, it, what additionally do you need breaking water off what additionally would you need apart from that phone if you were going to have a full yeah, so get your phone game right. I mean, you know, beyond that, you know, what else? You got a 
a business, a traditional brick and mortar, well, think about what a brick and mortar has for communication. They have phones, and again, that's your phone system. Right. You could use uh, Google, Voice Google Voice to ring as a one phone number that rings multiple cell phones, that rings your office phone and your mobile, mobile at the same time. Right. You right. could forward your office phone to your mobile. You know, there are uh, Grasshopper is another, you know, there's different kind of uh, telephone booth or phone booth or something like that. There's all kind of these different apps that are, are, are websites and phone services that pop up that are voice over IP or, or they're just virtual uh, PBX calling call center systems, okay, that will route your phone calls as they come in. So you can do that. I think sometimes that gets tough to manage after a while, though. If you're just a one-man show, one-woman show consultant, I think that, that that's, that's for you. Yeah. But once you right. start understanding that to really grow, you have to delegate and take on others, I'm not saying you can't do it and that I'm not open to it. It just becomes increasingly, you just have to be a better manager and delegate. I mean, you have virtual employees. I have virtual employees. I have multiple virtual employees. Absolutely. And I do a great job so, by contract. You so could have a virtual paralegal. You could have a virtual receptionist. You could you could have uh, you know, virtual web people. You could have virtual everything if you wanted. If you if you wanted, if you wanted to, to manage, you could, you could just, run your I'm, business from the website. Basically. Yeah, I'm very used to managing a business virtually, mm -hmm. but I also have brick and mortar people in the office too. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, you said recently that. You didn't quite think we were ready to let go of the uh, brick and mortar. No, I think there's a danger in simply letting go of the brick and mortar mm -hmm. for an attorney. So okay. I think I think if you just build yourself and bill yourself as a virtual person who's coming in using this other person's office space, your client's office space, you can do that. You can do that and be just fine. I think over a career, you don't have the credibility. But to really, I, I think that there. I do. I just think that. Uh, well, I think you you take you carry around whatever credibility you demand. So if I was just virtual, I would demand credibility. You know, I would. Demand, but just just right. some people sometimes. I'm an elder law attorney. Could I do that virtually? Yes. Right. I could go see my clients and their families at home and where they are. In fact, they would appreciate. It, yeah, it could it could help you. I do that on a regular basis. Yeah. So you could do that. Okay. I right now have a brick and mortar. I favor a brick and mortar and and mobile combination. I believe in being as mobile as I want to be. So I can go to New York City. I can go to anywhere I want to go and still function virtually the same. Literally, virtually the same as I do now. Yeah. Walking down the street in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, all fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Grab a slice of pizza. You know, and and what else do you need with a brick and mortar that you can convert to mobile or supplement with mobile? Fax machines. Right. I have electronic fax service. You know, I think I use myfax.com. Is fax really? There's eFax, myfax. There's a bunch of different ones. Is it still really necessary? In the lawyer world, absolutely. In the business and lawyer world, yes. Banks. I mean, facts. You look at you. You think facts, yeah. and you think 1980s, 1970s. I get that. I get that, and I'd love to get away from facts. 
I use e-fax services, so all our emails come in via, or all our faxes come in our email. Okay. And the, all the employees get the faxes. So would you technically need a, a fax machine? We do not have a fax machine. Okay. So, so technically you don't need a fax machine. We fax documents multiple times a day every day and receive faxes multiple times a day every day. Right. But from your, your perspective, being an attorney, going somewhere, you need signings, you need... So the faxing aspect, Which yeah, and we'll get the sign. Physical copy. Yes. But with an iPhone or an Android device, you could use a, an app like Genius Scan. Right. And with the e-fax services or my fax services, those things, the virtual fax services, you just simply put in somebody else's fax number, one the fax number, at myfax.com. That's how my fax works. Please go ahead and address your checks to... P.O. Box 165, Shelby, North Carolina, 28151. I'm speaking to my fax right now for my endorsement <laughs> check, okay? So that's my royalty check on yeah. So, so uh, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just going to scan in using Genius Scan or one of those. There's multiple scanning apps that you can get. I like Genius Scan. It works really well. Um, here, here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scan it. It's automatically going to pick the edges. I can do that for multiple a multi-page document, right. and I'm going to go ahead and send it by email and fax to who I want it to get to to make sure it gets there, and and in the same email, by the way, okay? Okay. Because I'm going to do the fax number comma at myfax.com, comma, and the person's email address on my phone, and then I'm going to also save that document immediately after that to, for instance, the cloud, to my cloud-based service, which Genius Scan will do. And drop it in the client's phone. All right. So they have it back in the brick and mortar office, or contractors have access to it. Everybody has access to it, right? And even with the scanning machine, you can. Well, my phone's a scanning it. machine. I well, also. You can, you can scan a document with your phone. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I have to show, I'll show you the app, okay? Right. Genius Scan works extremely well. You just take a pic of it with the app, automatically finds the edges, turns it into a black and white fax quality document and shoots it off wherever you need to So what is it that a phone cannot do? I think it's limited. I, I don't think there's anything. I think it's just more and more and more and more as time and technology goes on, marches forward. So so there's your fax. Scan and email is the same way, okay? Right. You know, so, so can you do that? Yes, I can print using my phone. Straight to printer, copier, right? So, so anywhere I go, I've got my phone on. I still like to use, can I get a keyboard for my phone? Or use an iPad? Yes. I still favor a laptop because I want to pick up something right. that has some programs will run on here that will still not run on that phone. Okay? Yeah. Some things. Right. And run better here. Sorry, Apple. <laughs> but it's true. And could you eliminate it? Yeah. Now maybe if I, uh, but but so I'll carry my laptop. I want to hook up wherever I go to high speed internet. How do I do that? I have no idea. My phone. So my phone's also a hotspot. So I just turn the hotspot on. My laptop hooks up to it. There's my mobile internet for the, for the laptop as well, right? I always want to carry my charger with me also, just in case that's happening, yeah. right? Yeah. Or an extra battery. And I, carry, I get a great case, like a life-proof case, where I can throw the thing, 
drop it off a building, we've submerged it in water, and whatever else, it still works. I can't tell you how many phones I've gone through before I started <laughs> tough cases, like military-grade cases. And then, of course, you can have a virtual office. Well, I mean, uh, okay, yeah, just just to keep, yeah, the ter terminology-wise, to keep the terminology-wise, you know, straight. To me, a virtual office is is like I don't really have one. I mean, the word virtual means you either have an office or you don't. Okay. Okay. If you virtually have an office, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I mean, seriously, what does vir I virtually have an office? You like a baby? A kind of? A kind of have an office? Yeah. Yeah, I got some online presence, right? Which is fine. That's great. That's great. You got your website up. You got, uh, you know, your social media is going. You got, uh, you got clients. You know, you're going to see them. Everything's great. You get up yeah. in the morning. You drink your coffee. You're out the door. You're going to see your clients. You're going to the library. Uh, I don't know, or, or somewhere to do your work. But you got to sit down and do work. Yeah. You got to sit down and say, hmm, let me give them my thought. But you can do that anywhere. I'm a big fan of changing locations and changing places just to stimulate creativity or to get a change of scene. Lord knows I've seen the inside of this conference room. I'm going to puke. You know? Yeah. You know? And when I see, you know, if I see it, sometimes I feel that way. So I want to go somewhere else, you know. Uh, but a virtual office to me means you don't have one. Your virtual office is like your bedroom. Or, 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 your, or your couch. I suppose one thing that could somewhat limit you is connectivity. If you're out only using your phone, you have to be in an area where you can access the Yeah, sure. I mean, you have to be in a. And, as, as and there's very know, little places. There's very few places I can go in the mountains, and there's places that where it gets tough, or there's no reception. Most places have reception. Yeah, but they have to have reception that if you're talking to a client, you don't want it breaking up and having issues. Sometimes you run into privacy issues. Hmm. I know. I mean, you, you know, you want to make Starbucks your office. That's your virtual office. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see. Do you want me to discuss your sensitive, no, private information in front of everybody at Starbucks? No, on my little, my little earpiece. No, absolutely not. And they've got Wi-Fi yeah. there, so I can save my phone battery. Yeah, right. So no, you run into confidentiality issues. Yeah. So sometimes you need a place you can go and shut the door. And if you're visiting with clients, it's nice to have a brick and mortar somewhere that you can go in and shut the door. Or to say, you know, this little slice of earth is mine. Regardless of how sick I am at looking at these walls in this country. You know? It's still my retreat. Yeah. It's my home base. Yeah. You know, it's the mothership. So do I think a mothership's important? I do. Yeah. I, but, but am I ready to go mobile? I can go mobile tomorrow. This office can burn tomorrow. I would not skip a beat. So technically, you're halfway there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, but I, I, you know, as physical beings living in a physical world, I think that I need, I will always need a physical space to call. I won't. How about I won't? There may be somebody out there. Please prove me wrong. Love it. Okay. Have you on the show? We'll do a lawyer like just about you. Okay. Um, about how great your virtual practice works. And how you're making your millions with absolutely no physical space to tell your own at all. But, I mean, you know, 
The homeless lawyer. We'll call that one the homeless lawyer. I think just thinking about it, though, you're right, the credibility idea, when you look at a, a website, a business is just run from a website. It does lack... I mean, try running an elder law practice and saying, hey, you know, I want you to scan and email in all your documents. Don't. I don't have a drop-off point on planet Earth for you to actually bring your documents. Or I'll come to you and get them. You could say, I'll come to you. But are you going to go to them every time they have something new? You're getting these statements in and everything else and constantly gathering documents for a complex benefits case I'm developing, for, perhaps. Okay? Right. I mean, a drop-off point's nice. Yeah. Having it done multiple ways. Multiple options. Options are nice. And, and and there's there's there are strategies I employ to have options. In fact, you know, I wanted to think about going going global, getting out of my the confines of the physical constraints of my county, of my little bitty right. turf and area, right? Which ooh, you're gonna mm-hmm. you can't manage multiple offices or don't go on anybody else's turf. You're a lawyer. Those are things you'll hear about. Um, so yeah, so how can I do that? Well, I came up with an idea. I found Regis offices, and there's multiple office share type arrangements out there. You could call up a lawyer in any city on planet Earth, and I guarantee you, there are lawyers there. He would rent you a room cheaply. Probably a lot of them would just say, "Come on in, meet with clients in our conference room," because some of them are just nice gals, nice guys. So you could do it that way. Until you establish your own presence there, in that place, that physical space, or Regis office systems. And there, again, there are multiple competing office like uh, system branches, but Regis, man, they really have their stuff together. Again, Regis, can, you can mail the, uh, the check to that previous address that I gave you. Um, Regis does an awesome job. Uh, right now, you know, you can be a gold card member with Regis, which means I can use any Regis space. There's 3,000 plus worldwide in any big city you go to. There's going to be, I remember we were in Chicago, you know, uh, a couple months ago for four days and the weekend. Um, and I didn't find out until toward the end of my stay that the Regis office space that I could have used while I was there was next door to my hotel in one of the most prominent buildings on the river in Chicago, right there in the financial district. It was the Merchandise Plaza, the Merchandise Plaza business, which is one of the biggest structures ever built. It covers more acreage. It's like acres under this thing that it sits on. And it's right there. And it's like Saturday and I'm Googling it in a way. Crap. You know, we were leaving Sunday. (laughs) Not that I had time anyway to work, because I was thinking of there. I was, you know, I was in in seminars all day. So, so Regis, um, you know, in Charlotte, for instance, there's like 11 in Mecklenburg County, which is where Charlotte is. I can use them all over town. In Shelby, I have my own space. Do I want to use those long term as, as the deal? No. I know large firms, though, that buy into Regis. And it's very economical. And that's their office in that city. That's where their clients go. And they literally, they have a paralegal or somebody either in that city or attorneys go and use that space and meet with clients there. And they have receptionists there that take your phone calls or take your mail or 
or, or we'll collect documents when people bring them in and hold them for you. Right? And they're very good. These, these assistants at, at these office share places are not your normal assistants. They're like superpowers. They have superpowers. They do. They're, they do because they, they manage multiple different businesses all at one time. Okay. So they're like super assistants. And they're really, really good. Very pleasant. Oh, smile. Yeah. Answer the phone with smiles on their faces. So, so that's, that's what a Regis office system can do for you. It can give you a brick-and-mortar feel. It can give you a, a, a really nice office space. They're super nice everywhere you go. I mean, skyscrapers, you know, uh, looking out windows, you know, nice, huge conference rooms. Uh, for, you know, you can buy in and get as many services as you want for as much money as you want to spend. I'll say that, okay? From $30 to thousands of dollars. $30 a month right now. To have access to any of them, Monday through Friday, like eight to five, eight to five thirty. That's more than reasonable. Yeah, but you're usually using a group space, right? That okay. you work in. Yeah. Are these pods that you work in, like the business lounge? So you something. still have privacy issues with that. You would still possibly have probably yes, yes. So if you want to get behind a door, you're probably looking at two hundred to five hundred dollars per month. Okay. But still having access to any of them in the world, but having a home base where you have a physical office space. But for say a new, a, a bunch of new attorneys coming out of the university, coming out of law school, this if I were to do it, and I wanted to go my own brick and mortar, oh, that'd be perfect. Just do that. Start off with the thirty bucks a month and go from there. Right. Just get in there. Just so go at there. least they have a physical space to go. Yeah, to. and you can. And then if you want to use a conference room. Or an office, you can rent a day office as you need it. You can rent the conference room by the hour, small or large conference rooms, as you need it. Perfect. Perfect from an overhead standpoint. I mean, you're not going to be able to rent a whole office space. You probably could. I mean, you probably could. You probably could straight out of school. No, no, not for that price, no. No, because you can go find physical office space for for that price. But if I were to do it, coming if I were coming out of law school right now, and and I had some friends, either if I was by myself or I had friends, who if I had friends, <laughs> if I had some friends and, and 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 we wanted to start a firm, yeah, that's exactly how I would do it. I'd be like, I dubbed the personal injury. You're a criminal. I'm gonna take, uh, I don't know, obscure cases. But then those guys could be. You could have one in Seattle, one in somewhere in California. You could yeah. have one on the East Coast. Or in different Regis offices. Oh wow, you're saying uh, have a oh yeah, sure you could, sure you could. Yeah, and, and there's there's large firms who have big brick and mortar presences who also again use Regis in different cities. Okay. Okay. And that's their meeting point for clients. Is there another version of Regis out that you know? Check your bar's ethical cons- eth- ethical rules as well. To have, I know in North Carolina, I'm not sure what it is now, but it used to be um, to. To advertise that you have a physical office in a city, geographic location, you have to like accept mail there or something. You know what I mean? You have a phone to accept mail there. Right. Maybe something like what it was. So, so whatever you, you know, just so you're in compliance with your bar rules. So I'm sorry, you had a question. I've forgotten what it was now. Okay. So, so no, we'll, we'll play it today. Anyway, I think yeah. I answered it anyway. Okay. So, 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 uh, you know, so Regis is a great. A great option. Okay. Um, yeah. Were there were there 
Do you know of any other versions of Reduces? Yes, I've used it starting out. When I started out, I used it. But almost every town will have multiple office share arrangements or landlords who have set up spaces that lend themselves to office share. Okay. Yes. There are entrepreneur centers, even, in, in, in cities, in larger cities especially, larger metro areas. You know, there's there's uh, one I'm thinking of right now in Charlotte's Packard Place, and you can go in there and rent office space very economically. And it's it's you know there's multiple businesses in there, and it's an incubator where you can start your technology or law firm or whatever it is. You may be you may be a lawyer that started a technology firm, or you may picture your law firm as a technology firm. I do, and I treat it that way. Um, and you might pay a couple hundred dollars a month rent for office space. And then you can graduate up to there and have more space within that building. And plus you're around all these, that would be a cool one too. Because you'd be around all this buzz of these other techies and entrepreneurs that are building their businesses. Yes. Right. Maybe that's your instance. I mean, what a better place. So maybe you strategically think, if my business is helping other businesses, and that's what I want to do, and maybe I like tech, what a better place to start putting an office in the Start and grow my business, and it's a fantastic way to in a tech well. in a tech incubator. You never know the partnerships, yeah, and, you know, oh, just the possibility. Kind of I mean, you know as well as I do, just every connection you make on planet Earth is a is carries with it great possibilities. You know, yeah. and what flows from there is just you know right. the ripple effect. You know, the different connections. What you well, what you're focusing on also, the more you're you're in that environment, the more you're focusing on it, the more you're going to bring it towards. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I wanted to represent doctors. In some area, oh man, you know, going in some type of, uh, you know, area where there are a ton of doctors, you know, that have offices. And you're talking about a little more pricey, probably rent there, okay? Right. But I'm sure there's a way you can figure it out. There might be even doctors there that'd be willing to lend you some space or cheaply rent you some space. So, so you know, going in a medical park or something like that. It's a great idea. Joint venture with the doctors and stuff. Maybe, maybe, or maybe they're the landlord, I don't know, right? But uh, there's just no shortage of possibilities out there. So what do you need to go to go mobile? What else do you need? You need a printer, right? We'll show you what we got right now. It is today, what's today, the 4th? Yeah. December 4th, 2016. I'm going to bring to you some tech. <laughs> And that's not new tech. It's just existing technology. First, you need a case. This is what I have. Targus. I have a Targus case. There's multiple different kind. It allows me to carry files, pens, whatever I need. It's got plenty of room. It's a roll case, so I can take it on a plane. I can walk with it. It's got pretty beefy wheels on it. Yes. If I, if I could make it better, it would have beefier wheels. Maybe with some knobs on there or something. I don't know. But you could get, you, you know, you could, there, there are ones out there you can get that, that fit your specifications, I guarantee you. Right. So you got to have a case to carry your, your stuff in if you want to go mobile, right? And then, you know, I put my laptop in that case, right? So I can roll. Files in that case. It's a goal file. 
It's going to be another one we're talking about, okay? How about how to file your goals? So, this is the building I'm buying right now, okay? It's the building I'm buying right now. And I work my goals just like I work my files. It's worked out beautifully. So that idea will be going in the multi-multi. Absolutely. The multi-multi book we're working on right now, okay? So I got some files. I got my laptop in there. You know, I better take my charger. I just took it out because I, I get there. I need some juice. Some juice, juice. So I got my charger. You know, I got some some pens. Throw some pens in here. Because you know what? I'm going to go do a signing. I'm going to have somebody sign some documents. I'm going to throw some more pens in there. Because I want to make sure I have plenty of pens. Okay? You know, I might need some paper. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, better throw some paper in there. Some more photo, you know, maybe some typing paper in there, you think? Printer paper? How, how big is the printing? You think I have a printer in there? I don't know, you might have. Here, I'm, you know, I'm going to take some paper too, okay? I mean, we're talking a printer that's that thin and... Yeah. I don't know, we'll see. About two pounds. So I got, uh, I got that there. This is my printer. Right here. So I got a printer. Now I'm going to take, generally, if I'm going to go to a signing, I'm probably going to print my docs at my brick and mortar. Okay? okay? I am going to. How about that? Not probably. We're going to have everything printed. And I'm not going to do it. I'm going to delegate someone else to print. All right? Because not that I'm scared of the dirt. I do the dirt. I heard Gary Vee talking the other day about never getting away from doing the dirt. Mm -hmm. Like we, you know, you hear business owners, they always want to get to the place where they virtually do nothing. And uh, I will print it. I'll still print it. And I also want to uh, to carry with me something though, in case I have to make changes. This thing just folds out really, really nicely. That's it. That's it right there. That's the printer. And I can turn it on, by the way, because it's battery powered okay. and rechargeable. So it just came on. Man. This is an Epson Workforce WF100 Wi-Fi, so it's automatically going to hook up to my Wi-Fi because I put it in, all right? If I pulled out my phone and turned on my hotspot, I've hooked it up there before too, it's automatically going to hook up to my phone. And as long as this printer is on the same Wi-Fi network as my laptop, it's just going to wirelessly print to this printer. So my phone and this printer is going to be hooked up, you know, to that Wi-Fi connection. My, my laptop and my, my printer to that phone connection. Right. And it's going to print. Okay. So I'm going to take some paper out. I'm going to put a little in there. I'm going to hit print. By the way, I could hit print on my phone or I can use my laptop. Okay. And maybe, you know, for me, it's, there might be something come up about, since I'm an estate planning and overall attorney, about changing a distribution. There might be a last minute change of how some property is being passed. Or I've gotten there, even though we try to check names and everything else, and oh, something spelled wrong. You know, somebody goofed, something happened, somehow we didn't extract the information right, or check it, even though we checked it a number of times, and somehow we got a bad copy, you know. And I need to print it again. I've done that in clients' homes and offices, and and other attorneys' offices even that I that I'll service. I bring my my charger, 
for that thing, right? So I can hook it up if I need to, in case the battery runs down. Another thing I have, a big fan of Epson with their mobile products. This is an Epson Workforce DS400 scanner. Hey, your phone scanner, like uh, Genius Scan, is great. However, for small jobs. But if I have, what happens? I might, if I'm meeting a client out in another attorney's office because I've done some work for them and done a trust package or something for a special needs trust, for instance, I might want to leave them with this whole binder done, all originals. Right. And I want the scans to keep in our system. And I want them to go up now. So I'm just going to take out my scanner. It is also battery powered okay, and rechargeable. Have your spares, that's right. So I'm going to keep that out. It's going to be a beast to get back in there, I think. <laughs> I haven't opened this one up. So I'm going to keep the Epson. DS40 mobile scanner. Okay. And this is just going to take my scans right here. Feed them through. Yeah. Just going to feed them through. Bam, bam, bam. It's a sheet fed scanner, right? Mm -hmm. So I just feed them through one by one, but it scans rather quickly. So I'm going I'm to feed them through. It's going to be a, a ton quicker. We're not going to be there all day. It might take me two minutes to scan all my, two, three minutes to scan all my docs. And maybe, you know, I like to take a staff member with me to do signings. So they're going to be scanning while I'm talking to the attorney or the client, telling them something else. And that goes into our system. We're done, right? That just goes directly to your computer, yeah. to your system. That's right. It's got a, it's got a USB mode, AP mode, whatever that is. And Wi-Fi mode. So I know what Wi-Fi is. As long as I've got it on my Wi-Fi for my phone, then it's wirelessly hooked up to my computer. All right, so I'm scanning that off, and it's going straight into my system. Okay? And then I'm going to put it or straight on my computer. I'm going to put it straight to, uh, I'm going to scan it straight to the cloud, into the client's file. Okay? Or I'm going to drop it there after it goes on my computer. So, you know. So you have basically an international global global reach in a bag. The way I the way I use it is not to be totally virtual or global. No. Okay. Or, you know, I supplement a brick and mortar with this, but it allows me such flexibility. Right. I mean, I can walk in. Plus, I mean, let's face it. Technology is cool when it works. It is. Technology is cool when it works. Not just technology for technology's sake. Here it is. They got a bag here that I can put it in. That's what I need to look at that. But technology is cool when it works. And, you know, I'd urge you just to find what works for you, what you're comfortable with. I'm extremely comfortable with technology. Um, I have had other attorneys uh, be wowed by the fact that I'll set up. I know a litigation attorney. Truzy! What's up, Truzy? I know a litigation attorney 
out there who's a baller litigation attorney um, and uh, was wowed by my mobile print, okay? <laughs> and, and sent me an email, right? And said, hey, I've got, a, I got this mobile printer, right? In which to response, my response was, well, now you got you to gotta go out and buy the mobile scanner. So, and, and it's the point, you know, when you walk in a courtroom, too, you know, you walk in, you throw your printer out there, maybe paralegal does, right? On the table right there. You throw your printer out there, throw the, throw the scanner out there, everything, and you just, you're set, man. You're ready to go. People, and uh, some attorneys are scared of technology, especially old schoolers. Right. Like, What's this guy? Oh my God! Of course, I've known some old school attorneys who can do a lot of damage with just a legal pad, too. And all of this stuff—the idea of cloud-based services and whatnot—yeah—is mostly ethical with the bar associations. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, check your local bar rules. This is a great point. Good job. It's a great point. Yeah, with the bar associations, North Carolina has approved cloud-based services. You know, the rule, the ethics rule in general, to sum it up in general, is you, know, you have to take best measures to protect your client's information. Okay? Here's my argument to that. All right, And they have deemed cloud-based practice management tools, cloud-based services like iCloud or, or, or Google Drive okay, as being ethical. And you could run a practice on Google Drive or iCloud. Okay? You could do that. And set up your folder structure and for your clients, everything. Yeah, you could very well do that. And and have a service like Backupify come in and virtually back up your information in separate places on planet Earth just in case disaster strikes for very low cost per month. Okay, that's cool. And and, and here's here's the thing. What's how are you best protecting your client's information? By having it on the cloud where you can access it from anywhere. And where it's behind a password that you create and change frequently. And where Google, for instance, and Google Drive, is constantly updating their processes, services, code to protect against theft, against attacks, against hackers, right? right. Is it right. safer there? I mean, you've got least, Google protecting you, right? How many people works. does Google employ? Oh, I don't, I don't know a clue. Some smart guys who are, or gals who... who, who who are good programmers, right? What about Apple? At least you don't then have a physical address that someone can break into your studio hard drive and then try and access from it. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's, that's exactly where I'm going, is do you have an IT department in your firm, especially when you start out, if you're smaller? Even larger firms, some of them will have IT, their own IT department. But you gotta get pretty big before you have your own IT staff, Yeah, yeah, right? that are constantly working to protect your data. Yeah. So you're sitting in there with a server or maybe just a computer or a laptop. Man, I had somebody jack. That means steal, if you want to know what that means. Right. So I had somebody jack my... my uh, it was your laptop, wasn't it? No, I think I did lose a laptop. Laptop, iPad, and a ton of other crap. Several client files, which I promptly... NC Bar notified the clients that they were stolen, okay, out of my car at my house. I had them in a book bag that, that I carried, you know, this like briefcase type thing. And uh, 
and it was around Christmas time. And somebody had to just, literally, I walked in the house for two minutes and came back to my car and it was gone. Somebody was just came in, saw me park, went and checked the car. It was unlocked. Put it in there, put it on their back and bolted, I guess. Yeah. It was gone, man. Gone. And yeah. that is unfortunate, but true. If, you know what I did? Because it was cloud-based, it's a great point. Because it was cloud-based, if everything had been on my hard drive, would they have had everything? They'd have had my whole client list. I might have had a password. Now, I could have password protected my laptop. But but then I think there's ways around that, too. Okay? Probably. Yeah. So so it's there on the hard drive. The point is it's there on the hard drive, right? Yeah. Nothing was on my hard drive. I quickly realized that. Came to work. Sat down at another laptop, which we have these laptops that are probably worth $200 to $300 a piece, right? That are like workstations, okay? That are really disposable, all right? And that are, have plenty of computer power, power to do the word processing and everything else that I do. Even graphic design work that I do. And I do that all the time. Um, but I sat down at another terminal, if you will, and uh, logged on to my cloud-based services, changed my password to another really super long, ridiculous mix of numbers, characters, and letters, and phrases. And... And they're locked out. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Even if I was logged in and could have turned, popped up my laptop and gotten right back on it, um, at that point, they're locked out. Is that something you require with your and firm, that you don't have anything based on a hard drive, a physical hard drive? Or no, I don't make that a requirement. But it's not a bad requirement. I don't make that a requirement because a lot of times you are working. Now, if you were working on your documents in cloud-based services, you can do that. You can use Google Docs and, and, and Google Sheets, which are spreadsheets like Google's version of Excel. You could go away from Microsoft Office. Microsoft Office 360 is cloud-based. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it has a cloud-based component to it. Okay. So, yeah, there's a way that you could do it without having your docs on the hard drive. Google, Google I think, does it best. Google Docs is, is really cool. And, and plus, you never have to worry about updating your software or buying the new version of Office or anything else. Because when they make a change, it's on. It's a service side script. It's it's on their end, and you just you know the next time you pop it open, it's the new version. Okay. Right. So you yeah. always have yeah, the newest cool. version. Always. I mean, Google is really doing some cool stuff. So you could do that. Do I do that? But but the standard is still out there, and you know it is. It's Microsoft Word. Mm -hmm. And I've worked for attorneys that and with attorneys that use WordPerfect. Okay, you use WordPerfect. Or you send me a bunch of yeah used to it. Not that I didn't like WordPerfect. I like WordPerfect. It was a very good word processing system. But then there were issues with <coughs> what I had and what you had. That's where we had some issues. That's why Microsoft, where Microsoft did things right, is they, I mean, that you know, I was using an they reached the most people the quickest. I was so, using an older version and you were using the, the new up-to-date one. I mean, French is a beautiful language, man. It's a beautiful language. Probably not doing business in French unless you're in France. Right. Right. Okay? And they probably do most of their business with the rest of the world in English. Okay? Probably. Right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Because why? Because the Brits that Brits invaded you're British, you can think right? Because the Brits invaded everybody and made them speak English, right? Microsoft did the same thing, right? 
they've got uh, Microsoft Words out there. It's the standard, right? English is the standard. And and uh, but I'll tell you, Google Docs, the cloud-based services are really really making a push to take that over. You can run your whole practice without touching Word, and you can export all those all your documents out of there as Word documents too. And there's a really right. close conversion where where it's going to be the documents going to look the same. So, so could you do that? Yes, you could. Do I do that? No, I don't. We, we depend heavily on Microsoft products also. However, and I'm going to tell you, our, uh, and this is another episode too that we need to do soon. And I'm going to write this down. Kaizen, I'm going to bring you Kaizen. We're going to put that in multi-multi as well. We're going to talk about Kaizen, about how it helped the United States, even though it's a Japanese word. That's a newer term, helped the United States win uh, World War II and was adapted uh, into a Japanese term. It's a Western philosophy, though, and it's about making quick changes in your practice uh, at very low cost. Okay, So Kaizen, we're going to do going global. Yep. Was there another one that we talked about doing? Survival? Survival mode? Survival mode. Yeah, man, you drink your own pee in survival mode. You do. Survivor man. You drink. Don't be survivor man because you drink your own pee. Huh? Problems is opportunities. Pro problems is opportunities. That's. These are upcoming episodes. Problems is opportunities. Um, man, I'll tell you, we could do another one on. Uh, on, on the virtual document thing too, and document set up, how to set it up, how to use it. We can do an entire course on that, okay? Because that would be a whole argument. I can see glassy eyes on some of that stuff, okay? But, but look, it's very easy to go mobile. Putting my batteries in my scanner right now. Go mobile, go global. Okay, going global is something I, in my mind, is a different concept from going mobile. So going global, in my opinion, is not just you getting out there and traveling and having clients in different spaces, geographic spaces, but also um, having employees around the world and in different geographic spaces which we have. If I showed you my iPhone right now, which I can't because it's up there. Um, you know, I've got, uh, is it Colombo, which is the capital of Sri Lanka. I've got employees in Sri Lanka. I have employees in India. I have employees in um, Kenya. Kenya or is it Nairobi? Nairobi. Nairobi is the capital of Kenya. Is that correct? Yes. I, I don't actually know. I think it is. Yes, Nairobi, Kenya. Yes, I have employees in Kenya uh, in Nairobi. How about that? Okay. Um, and uh, uh, which is, may sound odd, but there's actually a, a really good university in Nairobi. And it uh, works out really well and does a lot of book design and different things for me. And uh, we, I mean, heck, we've published a couple books together. Um, and uh, does a great job. Right. Only thing, you know, and we'll talk about contractors too. Maybe we'll do one on that too. Yeah. We'll do one on going global. Okay.
Well, yeah, you just be prepared to, to, for some late nights sometimes, staying up all night. Be prepared. That's right. We've already gone through Blue Ocean, but did you want to do one on Blue Ocean? I'll tell you, I'm going to wrap it up. Okay, Blue Ocean, man, Blue Ocean's deep. I don't know if we've got enough time to do Blue Ocean on a, on a lawyer life. But yes, we can touch on Blue Ocean as well. Go mobile. Go as mobile as you want to go. You can start in your, in your kit, at your kitchen table, you know, coming out of law school and, and roll. There may be a number of reasons why you have to do that. Um, but if you're going to go mobile, in my opinion, uh, you want to take everything with you to your client because you want to make it easy for your client. You want to, you know, there's a great, there's a great niche out there even to work with other attorneys. There's a great niche out there to work with other businesses. Use their, I mean, use their overhead and their expenses to your advantage. Um, you know, but you know, I'd caution you just, just, you know, get in, in your mind, write down exactly what your plan is, uh, or your outline is for your business. Don't take too long to do it. But, you know, get your package together, get set and go. All this cost me <clears throat> probably two hundred dollars for the scanner. Maybe two fifty to three hundred for the printer. Um, ink and toner comes with it. Get some extra because you'll burn through ink and toner. So maybe you know, combination of these two with ink and toner, paper, everything, probably six hundred bucks. Laptop was maybe two fifty. That's eight fifty. Um, the case was given to me by a client that came free while I was at an in-home signing. <coughs> Telling the client how I wanted to create this case that had everything in it. <laughs> the client was an accountant and had this case that he never would never use and practiced out of his house and had a home office. So he's like, here, I've never used it. Actually, I think his wife gave it to me. Please take this with you. Get it out of my house. Okay? And I've never used it. It works perfectly. This Targus case is, is really nice. Uh, the roll case. And then, so, but the case, you know, is probably going to cost you, let's just say $100. Okay? Uh, right. Something like that. Yeah, you could spend a couple hundred dollars on a case. Let's just say a hundred dollars. Okay, so that's what nine fifty. Really under, and then the phone. I mean, why spend money initially on the phone? Just go in and tell them you want a two-year contract. It's not a ten-year contract. Commit. It's not a two-year contract. Get the phone for free and roll out. Okay, roll out of Verizon or T-Mobile or wherever it is. And so for under $1,000, you created your office. And, you know, your first client should pay for it. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So go mobile. Make it a hybrid. Adapt it to your current big firm practice. Litigators out there, step your game up, man. Peace. Until next time.